record to the time. All right, we're ready to go live. So hello, everyone. This is Michael Vandervoort. It is June 7th, 2022, and we're doing another episode of Drive Through HR. Our guest today is Tom Short. Tom is with a company called Kudos um, out, of, out of Canada. So Tom, welcome to Drive Through HR. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Michael. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Uh, we did a little discussion in the pre-show, but I failed to ask you a crucial question. So the the battle of Ed, uh, the the Battle of Alberta just happened. Are you a hockey fan? Yes, as long as the Flames are playing, we're always uh, enjoying it. It was wonderful to see uh, Edmonton and, and Calgary play uh, again. It's been quite a while, and the Battle of Alberta is a pretty big deal up here. Uh, no it was doubt. unfortunate we were on the wrong end of the stick, uh, no pun intended, yeah. but it looks like Colorado took care of Edmonton last night, yeah, so the, the onto fl- the finals. The Flames had a wonderful season under Daryl Sutter, and... Um, I'm spoiled. I live in Tampa Bay. And, I'm, yep. and before that, I was a Red Wings fan. So I've had a, a lifelong uh, romance with hockey. And um, I listened I listened to the Edmonton game last night as I was driving back from the airport over in Tampa to where I live. And it was it, very exciting, albeit just on the radio. But yeah, a little bit of a heartbreaker for them though, to come yeah, out. Yeah, the- in overtime, uh, you know, exceptional hockey. Uh, but Colorado's got a great team and Tampa Bay's always got a great team. And uh you know, it's probably a, a luxury to live in Champa Bay. No doubt. It, it, I don't know if you'd have any interest, but just by way of uh, if you're if you ever hang out on Facebook, Tom, there's a, a Facebook group that's called HR Puckheads. Feel free to join in if you want. We have we have fun in there from time to time with, with funny. hockey hockey fans that are in the HR community from all over the country. I'm sure no one wants to listen to hockey talk, but us. So we'll end it there. But uh, congratulations on a great season up in Calgary. Um, yeah. So so to to, to seriously get into the conversation about HR related stuff, Tom, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell, tell, tell us about your company, which is called Kudos. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Michael. Uh, my name, as Michael mentioned, is Tom Short. I'm one of the founders of Kudos. Uh, we started Kudos uh, back in 2010 as an idea that was developed inside of my advertising agency all the way back in 2008. And we were looking at uh, ways to engage our employees at my agency uh, to help uh, drive performance and uh, build stronger connections. Uh, it was right after the um, uh, the mortgage meltdown, and you know uh, we see these ups and downs in the economy all the time. And so, what do you do to kind of keep your teams engaged? And we moved towards a process of recognition and communication as the key elements in a social atmosphere uh, versus focusing on rewards. And since then, uh, in launching Kudos uh, globally, we're now in um, 80 countries and 11 languages, and we're changing the world one thank you at a time. Nice. Yeah, I noticed that your slogan, uh, I, I, it was catchy. It was thank different, I think. is, is Did I get it right? Thank differently? Thank or different. It was, thank uh, different, it, yeah. I'd have to say we're fans of Apple, and uh, we just put a little twist on think different to thank different and it really uh, personifies what we're trying to do is to, you know, change the way people address recognition and rewards, you know, even flipping that around from rewards and recognition, so that the emphasis is on how do we demonstrate that we value our uh, teammates and uh, our employees and through recognizing people for the little things they do every day uh, in a consistent, timely manner 
we can get to the larger positive outcomes that we're looking for out of all of our businesses. Yeah, I, I have another off the script question. So, I, so far, all we've done is off script, except for you, <laughs> for your intro. I was looking at your LinkedIn profile before we got on the call, and I noticed yes, um, that you were when the, you're listed as president and founder from July seventh to December of twenty or. 2007 to December 2018, and now you're founder and she's chief customer service officer. So I was kind of curious how how that transformation took place and what drove it and what what's the difference between being the president and the and I guess the CCO. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, as a company evolves from a startup where Mooney, my business partner, who is a co-founder or founder in the company as well. And myself, you know, we shared a lot of roles and responsibilities at the early days. And as we started to uh, grow the company, you know, we have to start uh, getting into specific areas of expertise and um, and focus so that we can drive the company forward. So from being co-CEOs to president and, and uh, founder, uh, then moving into a scenario where I'm now uh, focused more on the customer success, sales, and growth elements of Kudos. Mm-hmm. And so it made more sense for me to uh, be in that chief customer officer role where I am uh, being a uh, advocate for best practices and employee engagement. I'm engaging our current clients and trying to uh, find new clients that want to uh, change their cultures into a positive environment by using the simple power of recognition as the key element. And so it just uh, made sense that Mooney's going to focus more on internal operations, uh, investment, and, um, and uh, working with our, um, uh, you know, larger business practices encompassing the whole company. And I'm focusing on that uh, success and growth. Gotcha. Um, let, let's let's switch over to the business and tell tell me a, a bit more about kudos and, and kind of your offerings, your platform, that sort of stuff, the services, you know, sort of let's just discuss the business and what you offer to your clients and customers for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the basic tool is a SaaS product that uh, so software as a service mm-hmm. where people can uh, uh, sign up for kudos, bring all of their team members onto Kudos and use it as the primary tool where you can create more of a systematic way of giving recognition that empowers everybody moving away from that top-down nomination-based old-school format where maybe years of service and uh, nomination processes are used to recognize people, uh, a few people, and far between uh, moments that should be recognized to a just a natural part of everyone's culture where recognition and appreciation and gratitude is just part of who you are as mm. a, as an organization and through that you know reinforcing the core values with every recognition message that's sent and we use one uh, level deeper where we go into qualities and behaviors so that we can help individuals understand what little what the behaviors are that drive success in their organization it's also a lot easier to give recognition around a behavior like being thoughtful proactive creative innovative fun you know mm-hmm. those types of things versus giving a recognition message for um, you know, uh, always, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, customers come first or something like that. Yeah. 
because it's hard to apply the concept of customers come first or, you know, uh, innovate or die or whatever your, your core value is. Um, when you focus on behaviors, it's easier for those to become teachable moments and to reinforce the little things to lead that lead to large outcomes. Gotcha. Do you have a client, like a, is there like a sweetheart client base for you or do you serve organization of all sizes? What, what? We're, we're a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, our organ, it's more about a psychographic than a firmographic uh, okay. for us. Uh, we do focus primarily in North America. Uh, we do focus on organizations with 500 and user 500 users and up, typically 500 to 5,000. But we do have clients with uh, in excess of 20,000 people using the system. Uh, it will range from organizations like Tampa Bay Electric, which mm. are Teco. Uh, right I'm, in a, your I'm a customer. <laughs> yeah, you betcha, you betcha, and they're a customer of ours, and they're yeah. doing a fabulous job. Uh, and, uh, other organizations in the Tampa area, since it's local, like Wilson HGC has been a long time, wonderful client, a great HR, uh, staffing solution, uh, organization, uh, along with, uh, H, uh, living HR in, mm-hmm. uh, in Tampa, uh, who are quite, um, uh, active in your area, uh, to, uh, organizations like Cummings or organizations like Chewy.com or Chewy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all over the place from uh, internet type companies or ICT to energy, uh, to healthcare and hospitals, uh, to uh, manufacturing and and just global uh, operations. You know, and it can be uh, local, uh, wonderful companies like a Wilson HGC uh, in the HR space to uh, global international companies like uh, Cummings. Gotcha. Um Thanks for, thanks for that kind of brief intro to kudos. Um, let, let, let's go to kind of the core of your products. Let's, let's, let's start out with uh, uh, maybe you sharing some thoughts on why recognition is crucial. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, appreciation and thanking people and recognizing their contributions, but it, it seems like that that, I don't know what word I'm looking for. It seems like that value maybe is the word I'll look or the the necessity for that varies large from largely from organization to organization. So tell us why it's crucial and why some companies do better at it than others. Well, organizations that demonstrate and appreciate their employees. If you even look at uh, the stock stock market performance for organizations that continually win best places to work, mm-hmm. and a lot of the reasons why uh, organizations achieve that goal is because of the various employee engagement initiatives that they take from, you know, focusing on taking care of their team. If they take care of their team, their team will take care of their customers. And if they take care of their customers, that'll take care of their investors. And so uh, over the last, you know, 30 or 50 years or more, uh, you know, you continually see organizations that are apply for and win or are recognized for being a best place to work have outperformed the market considerably. So there definitely is a business benefit to being a uh, culture-focused organization and focusing on your employees and striving to be a great place to work. And uh, in general, you know, the easiest thing that anyone can do, uh, you know, versus trying to develop elaborate learning and development programs or, you know, expending more money on elaborate benefit and wellness programs, although those both are extremely important, they often don't reach everyone in an equal 
way. Um, you know, some people are able to take advantage of and use those services more than other people. The one thing that is universal reaches everyone is a culture of appreciation where everyone can thank anyone else at any time for the little things that make it a great place to work to uh, performance moments. And so we really see our product as being foundational uh, and the most cost-effective uh, thing that you can do that will reach the largest audience and allow you to focus on the most important thing, which is your culture, reinforcing your core values and your people. And if you want to introduce rewards, you know, rewards are appreciated, but they're not appreciation. You know, those can also be uh, controlled and uh, and reduced in overall cost because, if the focus is on the recognition, uh, you know, and you take the focus off of rewards, which is really just another benefit or incentive, that becomes unsustainable and um, and always requires more to get the same outcome or results. Whereas recognition is unlimited; it has you know no real cost associated to it from an expenditure standpoint, but it is the most powerful tool that you can roll out. Uh, to uh, achieve your goals. And then through that, support other programs like learning development, health and wellness, um, you know, uh, 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 charitable uh, initiatives, uh, because every one of those items can become a recognition moment as well. Yeah, I, I do a considerable amount or have done a considerable amount of training related to culture, positive workplaces, positive workplace environments, that kind of thing. And I always, and m many of my target audiences are internal supervisors or managers. And I always remind them that there is only one item in the managerial toolkit that you have an unlimited budget for, and that is to say thank you and exactly. good job. And good job. And, you know, and you have to do that with sincerity. Right. And, you, you know, it, it has to be meaningful. So you can't just go around going, good job, good job, good job, you know, without me, you know, and people look at me sometimes when I say that, like, I'm crazy. They're like, you know, I'm like, but no, seriously, like, if you use that, you can, you can do that all day long, as long as you mean it. Um, so there, I, I bring that up because I have a, a question behind it, which is, that's a that's the cheapest form of recognition, right? It's, I mean, there's no monetary value to it. Yeah, but, 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 but it's probably the most meaningful if it's done correctly. So what else can managers do kind of in that same vein, you know, and related to recognition and, and kind of, you know, just recognizing what their associates are doing on a daily basis? Absolutely. You know, it needs to be uh, woven into all aspects of what you do as a manager and as an organization, you need to still recognize people, even if you have a tool which creates consistency and uh, systems to allow everyone to participate in the program and a lot of uh, transparency and, and a, almost a democratic feel about how recognition is given. Uh, but, you know, having rituals, uh, using it extensively uh, through your onboarding process, you know, uh, you know, calling people out uh, in team meetings to recognize the, their contributions, their efforts and outcomes are all very important, even for managers, you know, just making sure that you're time blocking, you know, a half an hour a week to reflect on the things that your team is doing well, and really trying to, you know, touch each one of your direct reports each week with an earnest, uh, heartfelt uh, gratitude moment to, you know, highlight to them, whether it's in person, or through a system like kudos, or do it in person and reinforce it through a system like kudos to let them know what they're doing right. Because uh, a lot of people 
you know, always will, you know, be wondering, am I doing, doing well? Does, do people care about me? Do people um, value what I am doing? Do, am I seen? Am I heard? And the little items that you can do to say to somebody like, Hey, Michael, you know, amazing job on all of your uh, podcasts and the passion you have for what you're doing here. You're really making a difference uh, for a lot of people uh, by sharing knowledge through your HR podcast way to go. Right. Something like that will just reinforce the fact that I am doing something great and, and I'm going to continue to do it and evangelize it. And so it, you know, it can be for the little things to major accomplishments, but it's just such an easy thing to do. Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot of um, time and even effort or skill. It's just about being timely, uh, a little specific and thoughtful uh, about, you know, noticing what your team members are doing, especially uh, if you're doing, you know, they're doing well. Most people are hardwired to look for what's wrong mm. versus to look for what's right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, instead of focusing on the one person that didn't attend the meeting, why not praise the nine that did and call out their contributions and, uh, and their efforts? Because that will, you know, let the person know that didn't make it, you know, that it's an important um, item for the company or for that group as yeah. part of their culture and dynamics. Yeah. Um, one, one other unscripted question here, which is, um, so let's assume you're a, you know, a reasonably diligent manager who's endeavoring to, to, to do what you just said, right? Mm -hmm. Legitimate praise. Are there, are there biases or pitfalls that managers can kind of fall into unwittingly that they should be, they should look out for as they approach this type of, um, uh, yeah, you rec definitely, recognition. Yeah. Like, uh, you want to be, uh, as fair as possible, um, in regards to recognizing everyone, uh, for the things that they do, no matter what role they fulfill and, um, the systems like kudos create the opportunity to uh, measure and gauge that so that mm -hmm. nobody is forgotten. So, you know, I, I often even will see in our system, I'll go in and I know that you and I have had a conversation. I know that I've praised you in and given you feedback uh, in, in person or on a call or a video call, but then I'll notice that maybe I didn't diarize it by, you know, uh, also um, adding it to kudos. And so those types of things will help you make sure that you're reaching everyone and it's interesting, you don't really need to praise people all the time. What we see globally is uh, around three to five messages per month per person. Uh, and that's more than enough, because it's way more than none or one. Right. And, uh, and uh, it also allows you to make sure that, you know, through the analytics and nudges and, and other features in the system to ensure that nobody is forgotten in the process. And the crowd is wise. So as much as it will help you understand performance, I don't have to be the one giving the recognition all the time. Peer-to-peer -peer recognition is what supports the whole system. So where maybe I have uh, missed an opportunity to send you a note, your teammates won't miss that opportunity mm -hmm. because you know it's about letting people who interact with you more often have the opportunity to, uh, you know, identify those positive traits and behaviors and just to build that camaraderie and friendship at the same time. If you go back to uh, surveys and research like what Gallup did with the Q12, 
you know, those questions uh, really identify what matters most, like things like, does my boss care about me personally and professionally? Mm -hmm. Do I have a best friend at work? Have I been recognized in the last seven days for doing my job well? Does everyone else care about the same quality as I do? It has nothing to do with money or compensation. It has everything to do with uh, interactions and connections and culture uh, in those scenarios. So if you want to keep your best people and attract uh, even more uh, of the best out there, focusing on these human elements are far more important than just focusing on compensation and incentives and items that are all about, if you do this, I'll give you that. It's more about, I see you, I hear you, I appreciate you, and let's do this together, centering around your core values and your mission and vision. So it's a bit of a, and it, because it's a team-based concept as well, it's a bit of a virtuous cycle where it kind of builds on each other, a virt- virtuous circle, I guess, maybe is whatever, not yes. cycle. Um, one last thing on that, and then we'll switch over to core values. And you, you've, you've mentioned rewards a few times. So it, it's, what I think I'm hearing from you is you can do recognition and not necessarily have to have a rewards program, or you can do them in combination, but, but just giving away a prize isn't necessarily the same thing as recognition, right? So can you kind of just parse that for us for a second and maybe talk about a couple of best thoughts there? Yeah, absolutely. People, as I mentioned, you know, uh, still uh, appreciate, you know, being given uh, a gift or an opportunity to redeem points for small tokens um, of, of, or rewards. And so we look at it more in a casual rewards scenario. So we don't have to have go to the beach money to incentivize people to do things. It's more of an afterthought that, you know, you get all the recognition and that's what really matters and it makes you feel good. But then through the process of giving recognition and keeping points in the background, if you even choose to turn points and rewards on, it's optional and kudos, Mm -hmm. which many of our clients love. They're like, wow, I really wanted to get away from rewards. But you could still include some of those elements so that people can go redeem for a $10 Starbucks card or a $25 Amazon card or a $25 Sephora card. And it's really about what they want when they want it. And it's more immediate. If you look at the old traditional reward systems, like you want to go get, you know, a barbecue or something, only a few people can, you know, get that level of points and rewards to redeem for something like that. And it usually comes weeks or months. And even with the logistic problems that we're having nowadays, <laughs> Years. You know, the ability to reinforce <laughs> that behavior by sending somebody something significant is doesn't really work. And if it did work, you know, we've been doing it for 50 years. If it did work, we wouldn't be having the, the engagement problems and the turnover problems that we're having today. Mm-hmm. So it's time for something new. It's time to focus on culture and that, you know, that camaraderie and that connection you build through, you know, empowering people to appreciate and recognize one another. And if you want to include rewards, great. But if you do include rewards, keep it casual, keep it low cost. And uh, because you'll find that that's not what really drives the behaviors and the motivation of the people. It's the it's the recognition and that connection that you build. Interesting. Um, Let's switch over to to core values, which you mentioned earlier. And, you know, every, every company claims to have core values or some, you know, some sort of mission statement or whatever. And uh, again, companies execute in varying degrees, but um, when you talk about leading with your core values, what's your definition and what does that mean in terms, you know, as it relates to recognition, Tom? 
Yeah, so you're exactly right. Most companies go through the motions of creating core values because that's what you do when you create a company. What are our core values? Mm-hmm. And they write them down. They might even develop them through consensus and then they put them on the wall and in the employee manual and never give it another thought. Mm-hmm. But really what core values should do is they should drive every aspect of your business and operation in uh, you know the decisions that you make. When a tough decision has to be made, you should be able to reflect back on your core values. And if you're making a hiring decision, you know, you know, try to do it with alignment of your core values. It doesn't mean, you know, don't pursue uh, diversity and, and other elements, but look for people that have commonalities in what you stand for and where you're going. You need to start with the why, like what's our, what's our vision? What's our mission? And how do we operate is more around your core values. Like who are we as an organization and as individuals and then breaking it down even further into what behaviors or qualities do I demonstrate to show that I'm living those core values. And then core values can you know, help you build a stronger enterprise by uh, you know, guiding you, helping you make decisions, and, uh, and making sure that everyone is in alignment with how you operate as a company. And there are individuals and organizations that could be high-powered, financially-focused, uh, you know, uh, organizations, and that's just fine. Their core values might be all about being driven and um, you know, uh, you know, shooting for the moon. And you'll have other organizations that might be a little bit more empathetic and and uh, and caring, like a, a not for profit. And again, you want to hire the people that fit those organizations, uh, you know, correctly, so that you can all row in the same direction together. Uh, and and that's why core values are are ultimately. You know the difference between success and major success. Yeah. Those again who focus on it will actually outperform those who don't. Yeah, I've had the privilege of working for two companies that were on great place to work lists, and um, they did an above average job compared to some of my other employers of you know living to, living to their core values, managing to their core values, and as you said, really letting those drive the dis- the decision making. You know, I mean, making decisions that kept the business on it, it, on its path. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. It's really, it's really an absolute necessity, if, especially if you want to be a great place to work. Um, this conversation is going fast. We're <laughs> down to like ten minutes. I've got a bunch of other stuff I want to cover. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah. Um, so, hybrid work and the pandemic and the great resignation, all the stuff that we talk about seemingly every week on shows from different angles. How, what kind of impact has the last two years had on employee recognition, Tom? And where where are we at today, and where are we maybe where are we headed in the near future? Well, now that we're not all together all the time, and we're on video or not even connecting to one another on a regular basis, there's no opportunity to bump into people at the water cooler or in the parking lot or or just see them on a day to day basis. So. Uh, tools like kudos become even more important because it becomes your virtual culture. It's how you bring everyone together, not just from a business focus, like you can do through teams and, and outlook and uh, Skype or uh, um, Slack for collaboration and communication. That's the, just the nature of business getting done, but how do you actually build, build those cultural elements and reinforce the core values going back to our last part of our discussion you know, uh, without a tool, uh, because, you know, it, it's, it's becomes the virtual water cooler, uh, per se to have a, a tool like kudos. 
uh, in your operation. So it's more important than ever. And we've actually seen a, quite an increase in the um, uh, the demand for our product uh, since COVID happened and since everyone went remote and hybrid's not changing. We're going to stay in this mode forever. Uh, in my opinion, the genie is out of the bottle and yep, I people agree. like work, people like working at home. And uh, some people are, are, you know, you know, you do lose things, not being in the office, you lose those collisions and innovation and camaraderie elements. And so uh, there is definitely a place for that. Even the opportunity to uh, be promoted and and career advancement. Like if you're not in the same proximity of the people who can make those decisions and interacting with them on a regular basis, you know, it can uh, hurt those who don't have that availability and or, or lessen their likelihood to get a promotion over someone else. So, you know, seeing people face to face is still going to be critically important, but we'll probably see, you know, peaks of, you know, uh, people in on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays way more often than Mondays and Fridays going forward Uh, in those. Some will continue to try to be fully remote and others are going to, uh, you know, mandate and say, we all need to be back in the office, which you're seeing that play out in, uh, you know, in various stories in the media right now as different organizations are making different decisions. Yeah, um, Elon Musk stirred up the universe as he seems to do on a weekly basis for the last year or so. Uh, yeah, so that it, it, it'll be interesting to see, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Like remote. Google saying all remote and, you know, and Tesla saying, let's get back to the office. Yeah, and, uh, you and, know. yeah and it's just a different. And that and that comes back to culture and core values. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, you know, even what, uh, you know. Uh, you've heard from some people, whether it's Netflix or or uh, others, there's like, if you don't align to our core values, maybe this isn't the place that you should be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and that's, again, a, a tough decision that has to be made sometimes by, you know, an employee, but also by an employer, because, you know, they, they need to drive the way that their business will move forward for the success of all. Agreed. Um, another question, um, you in I took this phrasing from some of your material. Um, so the question is basically asking you what you mean, you know, by saying this, I guess, how do, how do we recognize people in what you call the right ways? Oh, uh, great question. Uh, you know, you know, you said it a little earlier, like just being a little frivolous and, and cryptic about it. Like, Hey, thanks, Tom, you know, sending a little note and leaving a note that says thanks on my desk or or sending me a, a an email that just says thanks. You know, that's not really great recognition. And mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it's not a great way of letting people know uh, what they did deserving of the recognition. And it doesn't help you later either, because you can't go back and reflect on it. So when a message is timely, and timely doesn't mean it has to be directly you know, uh, in the moment or right after the moment, it can be within 24 hours or even within the same week. That has a stronger reinforcing uh, scenario to make sure that the person can associate what they're getting the recognition for to that effort, act, or outcome uh, if it is timely. And then being a tad more specific, like trying to, uh, you know, you know, outline exactly why you're recognizing the person like great presentation today on our hybrid work models. Uh, I really see how that's going to help us live our core values 
and uh, drive performance in the company. Way to go, Michael. You know, that's the type of message where it's timely, it's specific, and it's also tied into a business objective or goal or your core values. And that's the epitome of a great recognition message. And it's something you can also go back on, both the employee and the employer can go back and reflect on it when performance reviews come around mm-hmm. every six months or w- once a year. And, uh, and in, in addition to that, being able to see what other people are recognizing someone for and who they're also recognizing, because giving recognition is equally as important as receiving recognition. You need to you know see people operating on both sides of the coin. Yeah. Um, I'll share just a quick story. This is going back almost uh, 2004, it, almost 20 years um, ish. At one company that I worked at, we did a lot. I was working in the field, so I was on the road all, all the time mm-hmm. and was doing a lot of um, actually very amazing work. It was a, it was a special project and kind of a, uh, we were, we were delivering a lot of results in a, in a complicated situation and you didn't always get appreciated, you know, so you're always on the road yeah. and you didn't, you know, and one day I picked up my a voicemail that, you know, and, and it was the CEO of the company and he, and the guy said, Hey, Michael, this is Jim. Um, I know blah, blah, blah. You know, like, like, I know we don't always do a great job of, of telling, telling you people, you know, in the field that we know, he said, I want you to know, I know what you guys are doing out there and I appreciate it. I just wanted to say, thanks. I bet and you I, kept that message on I, your phone. I absolutely did for about <laughs> two years until I quit the company. And when it was a gloomy day or a, um, you know, kind of a down day where maybe you just, I would go back and listen to that because it was a good reminder that they really, you know, they really did care, but they don't, they just yeah. don't always say it on a daily basis. So to me, that's a, that's a, you know, that's kind of a story of how I view doing it the right way. It was sincere and it was unexpected and it was in the moment, right. From a guy that I rarely had contact with. I mean, he knew me, but I didn't report to him or anything like that. So well, it meant the world to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you hear stories about people who've kept post-it notes that somebody wrote something nice, you know, and, you know, the plaque on the wall doesn't get taken with them when they leave the organization, but that post-it note does, or that, uh, you know, uh, voicemail message is kept because it, it meant something. Even if you never visit it again, you keep it because of what it meant. And, you know, and even in kudos, uh, that's where commenting and liking messages, like, can you imagine in an organization, like Tampa Bay Electric, if, uh, you know, uh, someone that's out there on the line, making sure that, uh, you know, you know, customers are being taken care of, and they're getting recognition from their direct supervisor or their manager or their director. uh, But all of a sudden, the CEO comments or likes the message, and they're thinking, Oh, my gosh, I didn't even know they knew who I was. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's that it has that same effect where, it gives you visibility uh, as to what's going on in your organization and opportunity where other uh, you know leaders within the organization don't doesn't have to be there and witness it. They can experience it and then uh, you know uh, comment or like a message to add that extra weight or value, and then the, it really builds up the person's esteem and feeling of value uh, when they when that happens. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had one more question, but we're close to the 30 minutes that I had mentioned at the start of the call. So I'm going to kind of skip the where are we going from here question. And (laughs) and I'm going to, I mean, you can, you can give a last thought if you want. I won't cut you off. But uh, where can people find you, Tom? Um, uh, Find out more about kudos if, you know, so wrap up with whatever your final thoughts are and tell us where people can find you and then we'll say goodbye. 
Absolutely. Well, kudos is very simple. K-U-D-O-S. We are uh, the actual word that means recognition and thank you. So kudos.com is where you would find our company. And if you would like to chat or uh, connect with me, I'm WT Short on LinkedIn. And uh, I would love you to uh, reach out if you uh, are interested in this topic or want to talk more or just learn more about kudos. Awesome. I really enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate you being a guest on drive through. I'm going to go ahead and end the recording and we will be posting the show probably tomorrow. I got to do a little editing on the, on the audio. And when, when we, when I post the show, I'll send it to you, but thanks very much for doing this. Great, great oh, conversation. And uh, h- thanks for being a guest. You're more than welcome. Thank you. All right. Got it. Let me just, let me go ahead and end the call. Uh,